So, I'll go through the list of what happened yesterday again, just so you know. Colorado came out, the Secretary of State there after seeing, you know, the Supreme Court there saying that uh, they were going to kick Trump off the ballot. Then the Colorado Secretary of State said, no, we're just going to let the Supreme Court decide on this. He'll be on the ballot unless they say different. And then yesterday, we get this story about the Secretary of State from Maine. The maniac <laughs> Secretary of State, Sheena Bellows, has come out and said, uh, we're going to boot Trump off the ballot here. She goes on CNN. She goes on MSDNC. Yeah. I am so mindful, and I I said this in my decision, uh, that it is unprecedented. No Secretary of State has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. But uh, looks like she's not going to do it either. Now, that's a story. We've heard this story. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. But today, I'm not hearing this report anywhere. She, in her order, I don't know, you can't even call it order, but in her statement, she said she's a suspending that decision immediately, in her words, she says, until the Superior Court or the Supreme Court or somebody else weighs in. So what the heck is going on here? Because it's going to keep this circus straight. These monkeys <laughs> are out of control, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, like I said, trying to make sense of it all is a full-time job. Thankfully, we have Julie Kelly for some of that. Julie Kelly joining us now. I know she's been staying up to date on the latest of President Trump and some of the charges that he's facing. The January 6th folks that are uh, locked up as we speak now uh, as well, and, and this story as well. Julie, I appreciate you joining us today on the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Justin, thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. So uh, did I get this right? I mean, did she make a much ado about nothing, essentially? She's suspending this thing? That's what it sounds like. I mean, never, first of all, never trust an up talker. Uh, she talks <laughs> like a 14-year-old girl. So that alone is disqualifying. Oh, you are so right. <laughs> this is this is the same sort of narrative optics imagery, you know, sound bites that we've all been tormented by for almost now three years. Yeah. But look what the Colorado Supreme Court did and now the main secretary of state, what they're doing is filling a void, a vacuum of news because the January 6th trial of Donald Trump is now basically on hold. So too is the classified documents trial in Southern Florida We are supposed to be inundated with news right now about jury proceedings and motions being filed about witnesses and exhibit lists and et cetera, et cetera. None of that is really happening because it's on hold pending the appeal of uh, Judge Chutkin's immunity, denying Trump immunity in uh, this matter in Washington, D.C. So now you have Democrat operatives stepping up to fill the, the void, the vacuum of news created by the suspension of you know, both of these trials so far. And look, I think most Americans are, are have caught on to this, uh, that this is purely outside of the boundaries, obviously, of the law, but also outside the law, outside of the boundaries of normal American politics. And I'm sure I know our side finds it offensive. I'm sure a lot of independents do as well. But this is not a healthy political party, the Democrats. And it certainly speaks to their fear that Donald Trump could beat Joe Biden next year. You know, that that is interesting. And I, you know, I have to ask you, because you are somebody who has uh, 
made some points before. You said that they are, and I believe this is true, because the left is not about, they don't care about the law. They don't care about any of these. They arrested Trump. They arrested Bannon. They arrested Flynn. They arrested Giuliani, Navarro, Roger Stone, all of them. They're trying to get Trump off the ballot. They changed the voting laws, uh, trying to make all of these things happen. They work with big tech behind the scenes, all of these things happening. And they're calling Trump and folks who are conservative. And I don't know if it's conservative anymore, just people of common sense and attached to reality. Uh, and well connected to it, they're saying that we are the threat to democracy, which is wild to me. But they will stop at nothing. To your point, you've said before, you think you're only going to arrest him, but they're going to throw him in jail. Do you think, because essentially what all of this hinges on is a sort of charge for insurrection and eventually a conviction. Do you think they're going to get that? Well, look, the four counts in Jack Smith's January 6th related indictment, of course, None of them are for insurrection or even seditious conspiracy yet. I will add that qualifier yet. Right, right. Jack Smith has a mess on his hands, not only because the trial date now, March 4th trial date, is in jeopardy. Very unlikely that is going to actually start on March 4th because of this immunity appeal moving forward. But, Justin, two of the four counts in that indictment are now before the Supreme Court, the legitimacy of obstruction of an official proceeding, this 1512C2 that I've written about extensively, really started writing in March of 2021, and then another conspiracy count related to obstruction. Half of his indictment now is in real jeopardy as the Supreme Court is going to finally review how the Department of Justice and at least 15 D.C. judges have uh, weaponized that statute against more than 300 January 6th defendants, including Donald Trump. So his indictment there is in real trouble. Now, what I sort of suspect, Justin, is that some of this theatrics from the Colorado Supreme Court and now out of Maine and other areas is to give Jack Smith some juice to seek what's called the superseding indictment against Donald Trump finally indicting the six unindicted co-conspirators, bringing something like seditious conspiracy charges against Donald Trump. Um, I would not be surprised. I've predicted this for a while. It hasn't happened yet. But now with half of his indictment in jeopardy, now with, you know, he can go to a grand jury and bring what the Colorado Supreme Court ruled, even though it's on hold, or, uh, you know, certainly the main, the main Secretary of State, and add some you know, bogus, but it doesn't matter, in front of a D.C. grand jury, same people who would be on a D.C. regular jury, all Democrats, and seek a superseding indictment and really continue to escalate this thing through 2024. I would not put it past Jack Smith, the Department of Justice, uh, or certainly um, you know, Judge Chutkin allowing something like that to happen in her courtroom. So certainly they have a timeline. And whether or not they get convictions or whether or not any of this uh, plays out. It, it, some of it that doesn't really even matter because uh, what they're trying to do is muddy the water enough as they can uh, when it comes to the general uh, that this would affect it. But uh, what you know, I, I guess when I look at these things, I have to kind of look at all the possibilities. <laughs> We're doing predictions for the last few days here. We we had uh, oh Catherine Harridge on uh, Meet the, the Press the other day who came out or was it? No, it was. Um, it was a CBS show. They, she came out and said, 
uh, to face the nation. She said, uh, well, we've got a we got a black swan event that may be coming in 2024. I, I think we've been living in one for the last few years. It's been mm-hmm. ongoing. But um, I just thought, well, let's OK, let's open up the phones and hear from the people. And I'm going to do that here in a little bit. If if you want to call in triple eight seven two seven back. Um, but, Julie, I want to get your prediction for 2024. If you have something that you think stands out the most, certainly we've been hearing partially how you think some of this could play out. But if you there's something that's just in your gut that you feel strongly about 2024, what do we have to look forward to? And it could be about this or it could be about something altogether different. If you can hold on the line, I'm going to give folks a chance. I want you to uh, to think about that. Chew that up a little bit and we'll come back and get your prediction for 2024 after this sound good it is and certainly we are oh, unprecedented times the new norm i hate all of that too but there is no denying that uh we are in some uh in, in certainly some some interesting and some wild timings here folks that is that is a fact okay quick break and we're back with julie kelly who joins us next I'm Justin Barkley, in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. All right, here's that number for folks listening in. That's 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. What do you see coming in the next year in 2024? We had some good ones over the last couple of days. But uh, Julie Kelly joining us right now. Um, I I know that you've got your ear to the wire, or ear to the ground on a lot of this stuff. You are paying more and closer attention than a lot of people are. Julie underscore Kelly two on x if you want to follow her but what are you what are you seeing what is your prediction look into that crystal ball what do you see coming that your gut tells you about 2024 i think you are going to see a more rapid unraveling of the january 6th narrative this is as we know the key uh, you know the animating campaign issue for Democrats and for Joe Biden, because, of course, it extends out to what you just said, the bogus claims that Trump supporters or the right poses some dangerous threat to the country. So everything is going to be tied to January 6th. In the meantime, Justin, you have things happening at the Supreme Court, not just the possibility that the Supreme Court will come back, perhaps even unanimously, and unleash uh, a well-deserved, over, uh, long-deserved 
thrashing of the Department of Justice and the entire D.C. court system for allowing these individuals to be prosecuted for obstruction, be held in pretrial detention on that charge, and then sentenced to excessive prison time. That is just one aspect. Obviously, the Supreme Court will come down on a ruling on presidential immunity that will be a landmark decision that will set you know, the course for this country, whether former presidents can be criminally prosecuted for things that they did while they were in office. That will be a landmark ruling as well. And of course, related to January 6th, is it okay for a president, as we know every president has done if they've lost to the opposing party, look at claims of voting fraud or try to shore up what was the most unstable election in American history, 2020. So that is going to be related to January 6th also. But there are also things, uh, Steve Bannon, obviously his conviction for contempt of Congress um, now is before the appellate court. They're considering that if they uphold his conviction, that will go to the Supreme Court. The use of terror enhancements at sentencing for January 6th defendants also will be before the Supreme Court. So now you have these convictions and what the courts have been doing to January 6th defendants finally making its way to the Supreme Court. And they will decide whether this has been overall a lawful criminal prosecution, which it has not, or so outside the bounds of what statutes and sentencing guidance were, were supposed to do Um, that they have abused their power, not just the DOJ, but these judges on both the district level and circuit court level as well. We could have a huge upheaval, especially if the Supreme Court comes back and reverses DOJ on this 1512C2. There have to be calls for mass resignations and retirements at the Department of Justice and court system if that is the case. Also in Congress, I really, truly believe that Representative Barry Loudermilk, uh, who with Speaker Mike Johnson's consent, is slowly doing this rolling production of a security video from January 6th. I also believe that he is going to accelerate his own investigation, not just into January 6th, but the committee for destroying and concealing evidence that they produced during their quote unquote investigation. So that is my prediction for 2024, aside from all the other lawsuits that's going on, what's happening with Jack Smith. And that's why they're so desperate to nail down the insurrection narrative, because they see it unraveling in the court system. They see it unraveling in the media. They see it unraveling in Congress. Justin, you know, this is a big issue for the base, for the Republican base. They want accountability for what's happened to now more than 1,200 Americans charged for January 6th with new arrests announced every day, practically, Um, and certainly what's happened to Donald Trump and some of his associates. So I think this is why they're scrambling to, to kind of piece this back together and sustain it because it's completely collapsing in the public square everywhere except on the far left and, you know, cable news like MSNBC and CNN. What about some of these folks that are being held? Do you think these folks, the January 6th, the folks that are being held in, in some of the worst conditions? I saw uh, Congressman Louis Gomer talking about this the other day, saying, you know, we, we, and he was a judge at one point, saying, you know, we, we don't hold, we don't punish people. And I mean, if it, 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 the, the guy that stabbed two teenagers in New York City the other day, Grand Central Station, has been released. 
right. these criminals, real violent criminals, are running the streets in cities all across this country. And they got people locked up awaiting trial who were just walking around the grounds of the Capitol that day. Now, certainly there were some yeah. other folks that were involved in other things, too. But this is a fact, and it's abhorrent. Are these people going to get justice? Are they going to be released if all these things happen? You know, I believe in my gut that they will. Um, you already see judges in Washington, including the, chief, the new chief judge, James Bosberg, um, yes, that James Bosberg of the FISA court, who are delaying sentencing for either convictions or plea deals on this obstruction count. Look, these judges know, and some of them have said in court, including judges who have refused to dismiss the count against January 6th defendants, they knew this was headed to the Supreme Court. They expressed doubt in their own courtrooms that the DOJ was accurately applying 1512C2, but they didn't care. Because they are part of promoting this abusive retaliatory prosecution. And I'm talking about Trump judges, too. In fact, Dabney Friedrich, a Trump appointee, she was the first judge to give her imprimatur on DOJ's use of 1512C2. There's only one judge who dismissed this count saying that it did not apply. And that's Carl Nichols, another Trump appointee. And that's how it's gotten to the Supreme Court. So, um... I do believe that justice is going to finally prevail for these people. It will be too late for a lot of them, though, Justin. I mean, you already see some people who were convicted of 1512C2 who are already being released from prison after spending months over a year in pretrial detention, then sentenced to four years in prison. Now they're finally getting out. Where does Matthew Perna who killed himself in February of 2022 mm -hmm. after he pleaded guilty to 1512C2 thinking no. he was doing the right thing and killed himself after he found out DOJ would seek years in prison mm. for that charge. I mean, this has been so destructive and that is why when the Supreme court and many people firmly believe that they are going to reverse how DOJ has used this and this, up, upholding very tenuous upholding of it by the dc appellate court um this is going to uh this should send a thunderbolt to the department of justice and the federal courthouse in washington from your lips to god's ears julie kelly where can folks follow you and catch up with you online and all the writing and good work that you do Thanks, Justin. At my Substack, Declassified with Julie Kelly, also Real Clear Investigations, and of course, Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly, too. Julie Kelly, thank you for taking the time. Back with your predictions coming up next. The Glenn Back Program. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique the mantis x it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes 
just by using Mantis X. The best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day. And the Mantis X is the best way to train at home. No driving to the range, no spending money on range fees or ammo. You're going to save a ton of money and improve your shooting. So start improving today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. We are looking at a brand spanking new year and all that it holds right in front of us. What? What what is that? (laughs) 2024. I will tell you that one thing is for certain. uh, All of the the chaos, the craziness, and the insanity that we've seen in the years uh, prior here will, will certainly be a part of what we're facing in the in the year to come. But how how wild will it get? That that is part of the question, right? Want to hear from you today? We we started. I started filling in for Glenn on Wednesday this week, and we were talking about predictions. Wanted to give you an opportunity to weigh in. I I love this audience. There is there is no more informed, not better, more articulate uh, audience, and of course, there is uh, no one who knows. <sighs> knows this stuff, right? The news, what's really happening. There's nobody more connected to reality than folks who listen to this program. And so I opened up the phone lines, and boy, we've had some doozies. Let me do that again today. Here's the number, 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. But I also am available on the email, justin at justinbarclay.com. Um, and boy, we like I said, we got some real interesting predictions. It is the end of the year here. We're wrapping things up in 23, moving ahead to 24. What are your predictions? What do you see coming? And I, you don't have to give me more than we get to give me one's fine, you know, but, but good, good news too is included in this. Now we got a lot of skies falling, <laughs> chicken little, you know, everything's on fire because of course that is, you know, there, there is a good deal of truth to that. But I want to, I also want to open the door for some of the good things that you think may be on the horizon as we face the next year. I think it, look, my goal Whenever I do any of my show, uh, which airs mornings in Detroit on Detroit's News Talk Superstation, 9, 10 a.m., before Glenn's show, 6 to 9, uh, and uh, when I'm on in uh, in West Michigan on Wood Radio, uh, I, I, my goal is always, no matter what I'm doing, to make sure you have all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so that you can make the best decisions for you and your family. So I don't, uh, I'm not going to shy away from any of the most... Uh, Serious prediction, but I also I welcome in some of the good news, some of the things you see, the optimism you see on the horizon, the hope. Those things are important. In fact, you know, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that thinks there ought to be a little more hope and that we ought to focus 
on some of that. And uh, in moments, I'll give you an opportunity to hear uh, what Glenn has to say about it all actually coming up. I'm sure he'll be talking more about this in the coming days. Uh, but back to the story, if I can, got some more audio bites that are coming in. The sound from Maine's maniac secretary of state, Sheena Bellows, who's come out and said, Judge, I've taken Trump off the ballot. And then immediately in her press release or letter that she put out, said, no, no, I'm immediately suspending this. But even though she went on CNN, NSDNC and the rest of them. She did all that. By the way, just listen to this, because this is another aspect somebody shared with me. Think about this. Listen to what she has to say here. These are secretaries of state. Now, I know they run, like here in Michigan, they're elected. Uh, they, they run as partisans. They are. In fact, she is a Democrat. She is a leftist hack. But we are, we are supposed to believe that these individuals are above and beyond reproach. These are the people that, look, they, they, they are going to uphold the law. And, of course, you can't even criticize them because they're not going to get into politics and all that. But, of course, they're fully entrenched in it. We're supposed to believe that these people would never cheat. Now, we have a secretary of state in Michigan goes by the name of Jocelyn Benson. She wants to run for governor here next time around. So she's trying to play her cards right. Jocelyn Benson is the most lawless secretary of state in the history of the great state of Michigan, in my humble opinion. Multiple times she's she's lost in, uh, in court cases and rulings. In fact, one judge ruled... We're told 2020, the most secure, the most safe, the most effective. Oh, that was something else. Oh, we're told it was the most secure election of all time in 2020. In fact, a judge has ruled that she broke the law. A lot of the issue and a lot of the questions surrounding the election of 2020, the mail-in voting, the mail-in ballots. Now, we... We know for a fact what I'm about to tell you is not crazy, wacky, tinfoil hat wearing, come down into the bunker with me conspiracy theory stuff. No, this is a fact. A judge ruled that she broke the law when she told clerks, that's local clerks, that they didn't have to inspect the absentee ballots or the absentee ballot signatures that came in. They didn't have to verify so, essentially, that's leaving the door wide open for fraud. We now know, also, that happened in the state at the same time. While all this was going on, there was a massive operation from Democrat operatives. It took place not only here in Michigan, but all throughout the country as well and throughout the state. But they were busted in a little town, Muskegon, Michigan, where a clerk found somebody delivering. They were going out, part of this operation, going out. And registering people to vote, these are absentee voter applications, and many of them were fraudulent. They were found to be that there were the same handwriting on every single one of them. Go back, look this up. I think it was a Gateway Pundit did a lot of reporting on this. In fact, it's, it's local news. Channel did reporting on it back in October of 2020. So the attorney general here, who's gone out and charged 16 different alternate electors, She's going after people right and left, her political opponents. 
The same kind of people that are after Donald Trump, right, President Trump right now, trying to charge him with all these things. These are the same folks. That she, she, hasn't, she hasn't dealt with this individual who was out there in this operation. They knew the whole time. They knew. They knew what was going on. They knew the game. Passed it along to the Department of Injustice and the FBI, and apparently Bill Barr sat on it. Nothing was done. They knew what was happening, and nothing was done. They, nothing has come out of this. So you have this operation happening where they're registering falsely addresses that weren't real, handwriting that matched on multiple pallets. It's the same person filling the thing out over and over again. And then you got a secretary of state here in Michigan telling people, oh, no, 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 don't look at the clerks. Don't look at those signatures. We don't care. And we're supposed to believe that the Secretary of State in Maine and the rest of them and these Democrat leftist progressive enclaves, we're supposed to believe that uh, their election and every election that they oversee is nothing but fair and honest. Again, I am so mindful, and I, I said this in my decision, uh, that it is unprecedented. No mm. Secretary of State has ever deprived a presidential candidate mm -hmm. of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Yeah. But no presidential candidate has ever engaged in insurrection and been disqualified under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Including the one that she's targeting and trying to take off the ballot. It's so shifty, it's so shady that even CNN's own legal analyst says this won't cut the mustard. Is, were the processes, were these hearings fair? Did they comport with due process? And I think there's a question there with regard to what Maine did. Because if you look at the hearing, and she details this in the, in the ruling, they heard from one fact witness, a law professor. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never Pass the bar in normal court. She's not a lawyer, by the way. It's a smartly written decision, clearly consulted with lawyers, but this is an unelected. She's chosen by the state legislature. She's elected by the chosen state legislature. By, uh, chosen, elected by the legislature, but not democratically elected. Not a knock. That's just the way it's set up in Maine. And this hearing, look, it doesn't have to be a criminal trial. We don't have to have all the protections. But I think the argument you'll hear from opponents is, one, not up to the states to do this. This is why we have all different decisions from all different states. And two, the procedures were not up to snuff. It is phony baloney, in other words. Even CNN's legal analyst saying it is a show of excremental proportions. There's no getting away and uh, getting around it. That's just a fact. All right. I'm going to get your uh, predictions 2024, and we'll even hear from Glenn coming up. You want to join in? 888 beck Justin Barkley in for Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. 
Car Shield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access Car Shield's 24 7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call Car Shield today, 800 227 6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back predictions for 2024 we're wrapping up the year here and uh put as we put this sort of the Sort of the uh, seal the deal here and uh, the closing finishing touches on everything. We are looking forward to 2024 and what might be on the way. It's Justin Barclay in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. I appreciate being able to spend the time with you. I tell you, this is an honor. Every time I have the, the, the fortune to sit down, it's just a blessing to be able to spend time with this audience. And, of course, I look forward to it each time uh, I get to fill in and, uh, and sit in this chair. It is an honor. But the big, one of the bigger parts of that is the audience. It is the folks that listen to this program. Just like you. You are in touch with reality like none other. You know uh, you know what's up and what's down. We don't have to have discussions on what a woman is or anything. Look, we're just plain old-fashioned common sense. But the truth is alive and well here. But you also have a firm grasp grasp on what may be coming and of course um i don't think that's hard to do when you have the ability to think critically and you are aware and more and more people are waking up uh but that it is programs like this that are making that happen and um i i uh that's why i wanted to ask you what your predictions are for 2024 and there are going to be some good ones. There are going to be some dire ones. But I want to hear the good, bad, and the ugly. I think that's the best way that each of us can make the best decision for our, our families and the folks we care about. Let me go to Matt in Michigan, who is up first in my current home state of Michigan. Matt, appreciate you uh, joining us today with your 2024 prediction on the Glenn Beck program. What do you see coming? Well, I see a couple of things actually, but um, with uh, I, I think it's going to be a clean sweep in all three of the branches, um, and, and I really look for Trump to carry uh, almost a landslide. I think people are just so sick of things right now that any kind of change at all would work. But the twenty seats up for grabs are thirty-three seats, I believe, in the Senate. And with 20 of them being Democrats, I think that's good. I don't think that's going to be a little turnover. I think that's going to be the, with the Republicans taking it by three or four seats. So what, what, let, uh, me, let me ask you, Matt, I love I, I love to think that it would be a clean, clean sweep, but I, I'm not I can't bring myself to say that I'm necessarily that uh, you know, naive. I, I, I got to ask you that. What do you think has changed? What swayed voters? Or what do you think has changed? Assuming, let's say it was rigged. 
<laughs> like Trump says in, in 2020, what has been fixed or what has been changed to allow that to happen in 24? Well, I think one, I think one of the things is like 22, we thought it was going to be a red wave and it turned out not to be. And I think for the, the number trickle. one reason of abortion. Mm. So I, I think abortion's going to be on the back burner. Now, you know that. You know that, and I know that, but you know who knows that even more so is Democrats. So <laughs> we're seeing them bring that up, and they want to make that front and center again, and especially in some of these battleground states, they're trying to get these initiatives on the ballot. What what makes you think they're not going to pull that card out again? Because I just don't think that that's what people are worried about right now. Right now, they're worried about 10 million people in their country walking. I don't know if you've seen it in Michigan, but I have here in Shelby Township. Asking for food and, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's going to only get worse. It's not going to get better. I agree. And you know, and Matt, I don't mean to, to but I got I, I, I got to cut you off just a little bit here because you and I are on the same page. But that's because you and I are in touch with reality. But let me ask, because you know, not everybody is in touch. Oh, no. Did, he, did we just lose him? I was going to ask the question. Okay. So here's the question. If we get Matt back or for you to ponder as you're listening, because I didn't mean to cut him off altogether, but here's here's what here's the question I want to ask. You and I know that the border's wide open, that and Michigan's one of the states, one of the top, you know, I think it's 510 that they're bringing folks to. We know that we have crime through the roof. We know that we have major issues, the economy. Oh, it's the economy, Stu. Think about the economy right now. It's more expensive for everything. I just saw a meme posted online that says, your bill is ready to be viewed. And the person said, uh, what if I'm not ready to view it? <laughs> so, I look, we can either laugh or cry about this, but seriously, everything is more expensive. But my question is this. You and I know this. But what about the folks on the other side of the aisle, the other people that don't listen to the same radio programs, they don't consume the same podcast media that you do, they're not in touch with reality. What about those folks? Just a, a look, it's a fair question to ask. I want to get into that, too. When we come back, we'll get more of your predictions after this good, bad, and ugly Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.